Welcome to the first true episode of the Old Testament Bible Hour with Jody. Tonight we take a look at the story of Samson and Delilah. We were excited about all the great feedback we received as we hit the podcast scene. Um, we're using the Anchor app, and then, but that allows us to appear on iTunes and on Google Play. So we hope you're listening to us on those formats. Well, we hope you learned something from our podcast and just enjoy the conversation too. We will post the segments socially, and so we hope you give us feedback there as well. Now, the story of Samson and Delilah. Okay, so we're back and we're in the storytelling segment of the Old Testament by Robert Jody. And my understanding of the story of Samson and Delilah is is pretty vague, I would say. But um, <laughs> so my feeling is, and what I was taught in Sunday school was that Samson had longish hair and it gave him a lot of power. And Delilah was trying to be controlled by people to be told that find a way to take the power away from Samson. And so by doing that, she figured out a way finally to cut his hair, which ended up taking his power away. And then eventually his hair grew back and he got his power back. And that allowed him to kill a whole bunch of people. (laughs) And, and then he died as well. But yet everybody thought it was great because he got vengeance on all these things. Or as my Bible says, Samson's dying victory. Yeah. So, Jody. Editorial comments. Welcome to the show, Jody. Your yeah. show, Jody. <laughs> I'm just the, the dying victory part. I'm still hung up on that. I'm still laughing from when you said that the first time. Um, <clears throat> that's a kind of standard understanding, I think, of Samson and Delilah. So, did you have flannel graph in your Sunday school when you were growing up? Did you have the cool flannel board? Please yeah, tell me yeah, you did. Yeah, okay, good, did. okay, okay, okay. We did. I mean, you weren't a real conservative if you didn't have a flannel board. Yeah, right? we did have a flannel board. Did you ever see Samson and Delilah with a flannel board? Mm-mm. Oh, that's a bummer. Mm-mm. I don't think so. No, because my Delilah always looked... Um, I, think Deli- I think Delilah and Jezebel were interchangeable in the flannel graph when I was growing up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. They have two different personas to me. So. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. Okay. Okay. So, Samson and Delilah. So I'm kind of freaked out that this is the first one we drew, because maybe it's maybe it's a good thing. So we, you and I talk a lot about how some of the problem with how we read the Old Testament is that we come at the stories like everything has a point, right? So when you and I were learning the stories as kids, it was, and the moral of the story is, so before we even begin... What do you think the moral of the story is for Samson and Delilah? Don't trust a woman. <laughs> okay. But what's the story? You got. You need to tell. I know. Story. I'm telling the story, but that was really important because that's the story you know, and that's the point of the story, and that was the story I heard growing up, and that was the point of the story. Okay. So, recap. Um, context is important. So this story is in the Book of Judges, which the Book of Judges is like likely one of the most fucked up books in the Old Testament. It's like Game of Thrones meets Pretty Little Liars meets Lord of the Rings. It's a sick, twisted book. And throughout it, there's this revisiting theme of like how the Israel, like almost every single chapter begins with, and the Israelites did evil in the sight of the Lord once again. So it's like, here's a list of all ways you have disappointed the Almighty, which is the story of my life. But that's a whole other, that's a whole other podcast. So, 
This particular story comes after some real messed up stuff um, that we'll, we won't even talk about here because it's not that badly rated. And all of a sudden we've got this dude and he's born to a barren woman, which is another fabulous theme of the Old Testament. And he's set apart, which, you know, that's where we get this notion of him being a Nazarite, right? So he's set apart. He's, he's consecrated. He's basically like a vegetarian. He's a hippie. He's a hippie. He doesn't cut his hair. He doesn't eat meat. He doesn't touch anything unclean. Um, he's he's set apart for the Lord's work. No idea what that means. It's so not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Set apart. And can't tell the story in five minutes. So, um... When the, we're going to talk about the Samson and Delilah part, but the Israel history is important because the whole point of this is that they're trying to like become their own people. The tribes are all dissipated. They're fighting amongst themselves. They can't settle on their own identity or where they belong or what it really means to worship well and like be a consecrated people. And in smack where our hero, quote unquote, enters the story is that the Philistines have taken over their land, and for 40 years the Philistines have, like, set up camp and are ruling over our 12 scattered tribes. So that's where the story really begins. Okay, before we, before Jody tells the story, we're going to say, as we've talked about, so tonight we're sitting in my sunroom, yep. and we're drinking... At night, sunroom yeah, at night. Yeah, on Sunday night, and we're drinking... Knob Creek whiskey. Yep. So we told you we were going to be drinking during this most of the time. So because the Old Testament makes you drink. Yes. Okay. So the story. Okay. So the story. So our story begins, and I'm really not kidding when I say the only appropriate way to begin the story is to say that Samson was a man whore. Okay. So chapter 16. We're in Judges 16. Smack in the middle, seriously, of one of the most fucked up books in the Old Testament, and um. The very first verse is telling us that Samson is walking into the city and sees a hooker and heads on in. So the part that we that, that everyone conveniently leaves out in this amazing story of Samson, our hero, for the night, is that Samson was the little prince of his family and, um, you know, born to a barren mother and then goes into occupied land and sees a Philistine woman that he likes, of course, totally, like, Really what this means is he saw a chick he wanted to bang, and he went back to his parents and said, I want this wife, get her for me. And she was a Philistine woman, and they begged him not to because he'd been set apart and he wasn't supposed to marry a foreign woman. And they made that happen because, you know, like, why would we say no to our kids to destructive things? That seems like a bad idea. So they went in and did that. And long story short, he lost his temper and in a crazy act of domestic violence left his wife to her fate, and she was, she and her father were burned to death. So already we've established that Samson's a real winner, a real winner for the Lord. And so we begin chapter 16, Samson and Delilah, as our crappy editors have noted, with Samson's heading into the city and meets a hooker. So um, we've already established that Samson is a man whore. And now he meets a woman and what's fascinating is that I think growing up we were all told she was either a Philistine or a hooker. We know nothing about Delilah except that she was a woman 
living in Philistine who Samson fell in love with. So he fell in love with her and would spend the night with her and would be with her. And he was this notorious strong man. And um, for whatever reason, the Philistines um, decided that she, of the women that he was with, could be an ally. And they wanted to, to destroy him because he was kind of a jackass. If you go read it, like, he was just kind of haphazardly killing Philistines because they were inhabiting his people's land, right? I get it, tribal, territorial vengeance, but he was kind of a dick about it. So Delilah strikes a deal, and where Delilah gets the short end of the stick is Delilah is clearly nobody's wife that we know of. She's a, a woman. Um, we don't know if she was had an occupation. And if you're a woman who's not married, you've got limited options. The Philistines show up your door and say, hey, we'll give you all this cash if you can figure out this dude's secret. So she buys in. He repeatedly like shows up at her house they likely make love go to bed and she asks him countlessly countless times what's the secret of your strength what's the secret of your strength and he lies to her three times like openly lies to her three times and at the same time still our hero still our hero hookers women on side chicks lying to everybody still our hero and when she finally woos him enough to get him to tell the secret, um, and it's about cutting his hair, and she has a barber come and cut his hair, and he loses his, his strength, and the Philistines take him, they gouge out his eyes, and they make him grind corn in their mill. Like, he's, he literally replaces an ass in their story, Right? Let me tell you, as a feminist theologian, I'm like, damn straight he did. Did that a long time ago. And that's the coarse retelling of the story. But we need to unpack it because at the end of the day, really what the point of that story has always been is, yes, look what a woman can do to you. Hey, boys, Delilah unpacked and dismantled his physical strength, his intellectual strength, and his religious associations. And all just with, like, a little seduction. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed both of our recaps of how we felt Samson Delilah went. Now, this next segment is just our free-flowing conversation that we're going to have about this and our feelings about it. And I would have to say, okay, first of all, that, I mean, Samson was kind of a hero of mine. Why? Because he was, like, this big, strong man who, like, ended up, like, being kind of cool. And he had long hair and all this stuff growing up. It was like, I remember, like, seeing the Sunday school little booklets and stuff. Right. Where everyone was white, by the way. My favorite part of Sunday yeah, school. Yeah, he was pretty much white. <laughs> yeah, he was white. I was white. Yeah. Okay, so. But I never really thought of her as a bad person. Like, well, that makes you a really rare gem because you realize that, like, Delilah makes the list of bad girls of the Bible in every single instance. I mean, I think that she was kind of told us to what she needed to do. Well, all right. right. Do you have a lot of women in your world who, like, <laughs> is there something you need to tell me, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 Okay. Wait. So he was kind of a hero, but 
Because he was big and strong. Yeah. All right. So my question for you is, do you think Samson was a real dude who really did all of those things? Yeah. I do. We've had this conversation. I know, I know about other things. Had, we haven't had it on the air here, but... Okay, so you do. Okay. But do you think he was? No. Really? But we've gotten, like, a long ways into the Bible now. <laughs> do you think it's, like, incremental? The closer oh, we are to right. the beginning, the less fake it is. Thing. No, and they're not chronological. Right. Right. Hey, everybody, the books of the Bible are not chronological. Um, okay. So what's really fascinating about our boy Samson, aside from the fact that he was a man whore, is that you read the stories of his feats of strength, right? right? right. And they're kind of supernatural mm -hmm. in a way. And and then even the editors of your, what the hell translation are you, an American translation, Beck, you should be ashamed of yourselves, dying victory, whatever, your editors need a, one of these whiskeys I'm having. Yeah. So in rabbinic teaching, it was, we need to remember that very often we read the Old Testament through our puritanical lens, right? So we come at it with this very concrete cautionary tale. So we read the Old Testament and every story has a, and a moral to the story is. And I think you hit it on the head when you said growing up, the moral of the story was, um, don't trust a woman, <laughs> right? Which let's be honest, how many of Old Testament stories have been, been framed that way? <laughs> they have. Our whole origin story is don't trust a woman. Right. So that's sort of fucked up. So maybe that's one of the lenses that we've all been taught to read through that is not right. And what's interesting to me is that you read a story like that, and I'm pretty convinced that Samson... Have you ever seen the movie Big Fish? No. Why are we friends? It's on my list. So, okay, good. Um, so, yeah. there's this, you know, oh, I caught a fish that was so big. How big was it? Exactly. So, you know, I there was a, there was once a man that was so strong... How strong was exactly. he? Okay, and so that's how we have Samson, right? And that's who he was in sort of um, Hebrew lore. And I think that there may have been a Samson person who, you know, it says he ruled over Israel for 20 years as a judge. That's quite a horrifying because he was an asshole, clearly. But he, he became the big fish story. And, and to make a rabbinical point, the rabbis that created the Midrash of this time, you know, who were really overseeing these stories as they were coming together, really wanted to drive home that women, and especially foreign women, were going to wreck your life. Like, dude, don't touch that shit, because that will... And it, and it really does come out of a really witchy, weird, strange... Um, reaction to to women's sexual presence in the world and a woman's power and a woman's place and and it's so weird that we would even begin with this because it really is just the strange strange it really is a cautionary tale and i harp that we don't read the bible we should not read the bible as the moral of the story is but that is exactly why i think samson was in the bible originally in the hebrew text cautionary tale all right, we're at the point where we're in the wrap-up segment. And so my my initial feedback, my initial thoughts, Resp response to Jody would be that, yeah, I probably have a different feeling about Samson. 
after this discussion. Maybe he's not as much of a hero in my mind. I mean, I'm still thinking that, in this case, this woman was put into this world. Is I look at her as a woman. I'm sorry. Yes, I do. That she was put into this world to deceive him and to try to bring out... And she was doing it for for money. And so... What other I, options did she have? Oh, I know, but I'm just saying that she had the chance to better herself by getting money by manipulating this man who was obviously a good Christian man. Oh my God, your Missouri, <laughs> your Missouri Senate is coming out. Lord, I'm taking a drink of whiskey. And so, so, but then he ended up, okay, so then he ends up pushing the pillars and... Yeah, killing all the Philistines. And killing himself, right? Is that accurate? Yeah, what a, what yeah. a giver. Yeah, he was a giver. What a giver. Because he killed all these bad people. Why, what made them bad? Because they were trying to kill him. They were trying to suck his power, right? Who gives a fuck? He was an asshole. Why, why did his power matter? What good was his power giving to the world? But God put him on earth. Okay, God put a lot of... I was going to say some names, and I'm just not going to go there. No, I mean... I, I, I'm just so lost that that would be a good argument for anything. I think the hard part is that we are told to believe he was a hero. And so we've we've glorified his strength, his physical strength, and instead of seeing it as a way that we tell our stories to protect ourselves from pride or, you know, in this case, I still truly believe that the rabbi's intention was to keep men from taking foreign brides. Because at the time, you know, we read the Old Testament because... Not not to get a blueprint for our lives. These are Stone Age people. How stupid would we be to take a clue for how we're supposed to live our lives from people who lived in the Stone Age? And there are plenty who do. We read it to identify with people who really wanted to know God and serve God in the time that they were in. And the beautiful thing about a book like Judges is it gives us permission to go, Oh, you can be a dick and an asshole, and a man-whore, and still seek to serve God. Now, I'm not totally sold that was Samson's thing. I think Samson just wanted to get with every hot Philistine he saw, and then, like, show he was the biggest, strongest dude in the land. But at the same time, that's why the book of Judges is there, right? Like, okay, I'm going to do the best I can with the time I have to understand and to see. So... Samson exists in in our narrative purely to bring us to that realization that like the biggest, the strongest, the fastest doesn't really matter. And we need to cut poor Delilah some slack. No, she wasn't a tool in some weird sovereign plan to make him be a hero. She wasn't some pawn in a play. She was a woman doing her damnedest to make her life be real and survive at a time where women had little to no options. And so I think she's kind of a badass. I think she's kind of a hero. And asshole lied to her three times. Sister, get your dude. Make your thing work. Um, and she did. And she did. Yeah. And actually, if you go back, there's other texts in Scripture, which we won't talk about, that they had children together, and she raised these children in a, in a land of good things. And hmm. they went on to become great warriors for the for the people of Israel. And... There's my, there's my unpacking of that story for you. 
Okay, so we're going to draw next Gotta draw. Or a couple weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Episode. What is it? <gasps> Ruth and Boaz! Oh, oh I'm so God. excited about that one! I'm so excited about that one! That's going to be a good one, y'all. Gotta listen to that one. Okay. Kind of epic. Well, thanks for joining us again this week. We had a good time talking. I hope you learned something. I know I did, as I usually do. And so we will, hopefully, we'll, you'll be listening in a couple of weeks. All right. All right. Good night. Good night.